On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Online, uh, we're still in the midst of the COVID crisis, and I got a chance to talk with Jake McKeon from Coconut Bowls uh, down in Australia. Man, what a great conversation. Uh, we talked about what he's doing right now, um, how they're still leveraging um, organic Instagram, um, and um, kind of how paid ads fit into that mix. And uh, yeah, there's just a lot of really, really good uh, wisdom in this episode here. So I hope you guys enjoy. These are truly unprecedented times, and we don't know what the future is going to look like. What we do know is that there's hope. With every downturn in the market, there are companies who will make it and those who won't. With all of that being said, we will be putting on weekly, if not more than weekly, webinars where we talk about what funding is available during times like these, how to pivot your business, what types of marketing messaging to use in times of crisis, and more. Join us at mindfulmarketing.co slash free dash webinar. Now onto today's show. Jake McKeon from Coconut Bowls and also from Australia. <laughs> Welcome to yes. Secrets to Scaling Online. Thank you, Jordan. Good to be here. Yeah, yeah. Good to have you on. Uh, if, if you guys are watching on video here, uh, Jake put on his special hat um, for us. So. <laughs> this is uh, actually Jake, my, my brother's brand. So shout out to Billy Bones Club. Oh, cool. Cool. That's awesome. Hey, so um, tell us a little bit about uh, who you are and what you do. Yeah, so... Um, I'm Jake McKeon. I'm 31. Um, Coconut Bowls is my business and um, it's really been my first real success after dabbling in e-commerce and um, entrepreneurship previously. I had about four uh, somewhat failed startups okay. before I found one that worked. But um, yeah, so... The business is called Coconut Bowls. Um, we started off sourcing discarded coconut shells and engaging local artisans where coconuts grow to, to turn them into bowls that um, people can use to, to serve food out of. And we've now expanded to a whole range of eco-friendly homewares um, and other products made from natural materials. Awesome, awesome. And how long have you guys been going for? Uh, we're in our fifth year now. In your fifth year, okay. Awesome, awesome, yep. that's great. So what was that moment uh, that you knew um, that this wasn't going to be one of your failed businesses, that, that this was going to take off and become something? Like, what, Was there a specific moment or, or what, what was that like? This has been, so basically the business started, um, you know, basically out of nowhere. So I didn't have this idea previously or anything like that. I... Um, I actually had a superfood business at the time um, selling acai powder uh, and different kind of superfood um, ingredients basically. And I was in, I was on a, on a surf trip in Indonesia and um, I came across these coconut shell handicrafts at the local market, which were basically coconut shells that had been painted. They'd had little engravings uh, etched into them and they were being sold as souvenirs to tourists. Um, and I came across this product. I'd never seen anything like it before. And um, the the craftsmanship on the coconut that, that sanded it down to this beautiful looking uh, kind of shell, essentially, um, instantly when I walked past it, I just saw that, well, if these could just be kept natural rather than painted and etched and um, kept in the same size as a half a shell, yeah. that I think that my customers of the superfood business would like to use these as bowls to create oh, cool. smoothie bowls. 
yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got talking to this craftsman and um, had had a hundred of them made um, of the bowls that I envisioned and basically packed them in my suitcase, took them back to Australia and um, began offering them to my existing customers. And it was about three months before the demand for the coconut bowls was actually <laughs> higher than the superfood products no that I've been selling for three years. So well, I guess it was at that point. Stage. Yeah, at that I point, knew at that point. Like, oh, this is at that point, point, yes, yeah. Yeah. So that was a lot I have telling you through the story of how I, how I came to know that this business had legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Well, let's let's talk marketing because um, that's what this podcast is all about. Um, uh, what's working for you online right now? And, and just so everybody kind of gets some context as well. We're talking during the COVID crisis right now um, where maybe things aren't working the same way that they used to. Um, what's working for you right now? So our motto has, has always been to have our customers do our marketing for us. So, um, you know, that's, that's largely the reason why we've scaled um, so fast over this five-year period. But basically, um, what's working right now is trying to engage people who are at home and typically don't have the normal or wouldn't normally have the time on their hands to create recipes and to use our products as frequently as they may have, as they may be able to at the moment. So um, we're engaging our community and our customers to create specific recipes and challenges using our products basically. And cool. um, is that now, is that within like when, when you talk community, what, what is that? Is that a Facebook group or what? What are we talking? Instagram. So we, we've got we've got over half a million people on our Instagram account, on our Instagram wow. audience. So um, that's awesome. Yeah, engaging those people and basically a, a nice example of that um, is a bliss ball, which is like a what you may typically think of as like a a little chocolate truffle or a rum ball, yep. but um, basically creating them at home we provide them with a bunch of different recipes and then they've got to take a photo in their coconut bowl if they've already got one yeah. or in their existing bowl uh, or, a, or a different bowl with their chance to win a coconut bowl so okay nice um what that's what's that what that looks like as a data side of things is say three weeks ago we might get an average of 600 um tags per week from our customers and audience and the past two weeks we've had over a thousand. So, wow! So almost um, just that increase, increase engagement. Essentially, and you know, when you've got a thousand people posting <coughs> about our products, we're then exposing our brand to all of their audiences. And say the average person has got a thousand followers or friends on their account, that's exposing to a million people every week. Wow! Wow! For free? For free? Wow! Unreal. So. So you've got the, the organic Instagram thing still dialed, it sounds like. like. Like to me, what this sounds like is like, you know, Instagram in 2015 or something. Like being able yeah, to- Yeah, yeah. We're, we're very lucky that um, our, our products fit seamlessly into people's fees, especially in the target market we work with is, is foodies. But I think it's- really using using the Instagram platform for what it was created. It was to share moments in your life. Um, and we really use Instagram as a tool to start conversations with people rather than to sell. 
the sell happens organically. Once they get intrigued, they see all the beautiful photos using our products. And then when they go to our website, that's when we convert them to sell. Totally, totally. So are you guys using Pinterest at all? Is that part of your, your strategy? To be honest, no, it should be. <laughs> We've dabbled with it in the past and we do get a lot of traffic from Pinterest, but um, I just don't have a dedicated resource or, or goal yeah. for what we can achieve with Pinterest. So it's something that is probably underutilized at the moment. Yeah, well, I mean, it sounds like you've done an incredible job on, on Instagram. Uh, so I like what, what I always tell, um, especially people who are starting, and that's obviously not you, um, I tell them like, you know, first start with just one platform, right? Just master one platform and then spread out from there. Um, and it sounds like that's kind of what, what you've done so far. Um, let's talk paid. So. Let's talk paid media. Are you guys doing any paid or are you, or are you just yep. primarily organic? Yeah. Yeah. So our, our goal every month is for 50% of our revenue to come from paid sources. So um, what that looks like is majority of our spend goes into Facebook. Okay. Um, with about 20% on, uh, on um, Google. Okay, and, and then Google search, Google shopping, YouTube, what? Search, search, search shopping and a little bit of display. Um, but we also, if you want to consider email and SMS, um, you know, that, that generates a large percentage of sales for us as well. Ooh, you want to get into SMS? That's something we haven't really actually chatted with people about recently. Um, what, yeah. are you, what are you using? Can you, can you walk me through it? Yeah, so um, we use a software called Attentive. Um, Attentive. So if anybody, yeah, Attentive, after this call in the show notes or something, I'm happy to drop a, a yeah, link to link for sure. um, our, our agent there. But to be honest, Attentive as a platform, out of every SaaS, they have the best customer support team out there so they're really 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 good organization i can't remember enough just sms jake or are these just SMS? sms okay just sms yeah so our return on investment on sms is about 20 times so it's huge um because how, with how it, do you with, get people on onto your list uh so there's a couple of different ways um what's working for us right now is People, a lot of our a lot of our traffic comes from mobile, from social media. So when people land on our website, we have a um, enter your phone number and we'll SMS you a gift, free gift, and that gift is a discount code, but it ex okay. it expires it expires. So basically, it instant without giving somebody a specific discount on the front end, you get their details first. We send them a discount with a little bit of urgency. Um, and it's converting really, really well for us. You start, sorry, I'm talking, just so you guys know, he's in Australia, I'm in Canada. I'm not meaning to talk over him, okay? <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm just so interested in this. So, so instead of going straight for an email, you're going for SMS instead. Correct, yes. Because yeah. the open rates on SMS is 100%. Oh, of course. Yeah. On email, it's, you know, where we float around that 25% mark. So, you know, there's four times more engagement. Crazy, crazy. So, and then where do you get email addresses from? Like, like, so you're, you're first going for SMS. Yeah. So we actually have a follow-up request so they can join our, they can join our email list as well, but that's after they've already provided us with their SMS details. Um, do you get it through SMS, the email? No. On, I'm just thinking how get, brilliant that would be. 
email directly after we get their SMS. So basically what happens is they enter their phone number, yep. Attentive sends them a text to confirm their subscription and then the, the discount is sent to them. But they're, in term, they're still on, their, on our website essentially. So then the next request is enter your email as well. Uh, and we get quite, quite good success there. Um, but we also have email from anybody who lands on our desktop site or okay. land on specific pages on our site. So they work in tandem together really, really well. Cool. Cool. I'm like super impressed. I, I'm, I'm, I, yeah, SMS is something that I've wanted um, for lots of our clients to get into, for our own brand to get into. So um, that's cool to know that that's kind of your first, your first step. Um, yeah. And I think one thing I'd say is just ensuring if you do go down the path of SMS and email is have it split testing your different coupon codes to ensure that you're tracking where those sales are coming from. Yeah, totally. um, because when we started, we, we had the same code, you know, across the board and we weren't sure which was converting stronger because they all have conflicted analytics. You really need to look at your own tracking to see what's performing most. Totally. Do you put like a UTM code on any of your text messages or? No, we just have an, an SMS um, prefix, basically. So okay. their unique coupon code has the SMS. SMS. Yeah, okay. Prefix, okay. yeah. That's a great way to track it. Wow, thanks. I feel like I could talk about this for, for ages. All this like nerd <laughs> stuff. Like, I love this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Cool. Um, well, hey, let's get into to the question that I ask every single guest. Uh, what's your secret to scaling? Uh, I think I touched on it earlier and um, I think especially for, for bootstrap businesses um, who, are, who are starting out or are on their path towards a million dollars or $5 million, whatever that goal kind of figure is, is um, really looking after your customers and trying to get them to, to be the ambassadors of your brand. Cool. Um, that's what's really worked for us, especially because we're, uh, we're essentially bootstrapped. We haven't taken any external funding. Um, and as you know, like you need, you know, you're probably only making a maximum 20% profit. So a lot of that money is being reinvested into your future purchase orders. So yeah. the less amount, the less amount of money that you need to spend on paid initially, uh, the better. So just really looking after your existing customers, uh, trying to get them to, to share the products they've purchased from you with their friends and um, just really kind of fostering that relationship so they're staying a part of that community uh, on an ongoing basis. Yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome. That's great advice, especially for, for the bootstrap kind of businesses out there, uh, which is yeah. a lot, <laughs> especially in yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Great, well, let's go to our lightning round. I am gonna ask you my three questions I like to ask everybody. What is your favorite tool or app that you're using right now? Sked, Sked, which is the Instagram scheduler tool. Sked, okay. I don't know. Sked social. Uh, that is not one that I am familiar with. That's great. Yeah, I'll so that. In the show notes too. Yeah, Sked schedule. Uh, Sked social, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Um, do you have a favorite podcast? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would say um, two. There's two. I've. One for lifestyle, which would be um, the Rich Roll podcast. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've heard a few people talking about that. Yeah. And um, the how I built this 
uh, podcast is probably my best business one. So I, I have this joke that I have with every single person who comes on the podcast. Um, it's a joke inside my head because I think you're the 14th or 15th person in a row to mention how I built this. <laughs> so I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure we reach out to like the people who are interested exactly in that, right? It's like stories of, you know, how we got from here to here. I love, I love it too. It's like one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's important to have a business and a lifestyle podcast that you like. I, I totally, totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. If your whole world is just business all the time, man, it's, yeah. there's more, there's more to life people. <laughs> uh, that's sure. awesome. And uh, where can people find out more about you? About me personally. Um, and your brand. Well, actually, and my brand. So Instagram, it's, it's where we do our best work. So, uh, at coconut bowls on Instagram and at Jake McKeown, if you want to follow what I'm up to personally, but I get on, I get on stories every now and again to, to showcase what I'm doing behind the brand. So on Instagram, that's awesome, (laughs) man. I feel like, um, I'm going to re-listen to this one, um, because I feel like you gave some pretty good pointers. Um, yeah, just super, super impressed. So thanks so much for coming on. Pleasure, mate. Thanks, George. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. These are really unprecedented times and we don't know what the future is going to look like. What we do know is that there's hope. With every downturn in the market, there's companies who are going to make it and those who won't. With all that being said, we'll be putting on weekly, if not more than weekly webinars where we talk about what funding is available during times like these, how to pivot your business, what types of marketing messaging to use in times of crisis, and more. Join us at mindfulmarketing.co slash free dash webinar. Thanks so much.